Hi, this is Kylie, and welcome to my podcast. Today, the article is Dicker and Wernique, Wernick, it's by them, and this article focuses about, about apologies and argumentations within apology. And I thought this article is actually really interesting because I feel like it really is prominent in today's society and life and with the media and everything. So basically, this article talks about public apologies and how they're changing over the years and becoming more common. And it talks about them with anti-Semitism too. And some they make a lot of great points. So one of the things they start with is how public apologies are becoming more prominent, more prominent nowadays. And that's really true because with politics and not even just politics, but even on social media and like with influencers and the day that day of age, we see people getting canceled with cancel culture and making apologies. And they also talk in this article about how it's because they want to fix their, they want to keep their, um, they take it as like more of an accusation and want to defend their character and it's more of an argument often than an apology and I think that's really true today and they talk about how many many it's more political and like sidewise so I thought it was really cool how they mention in this article how with um with anti-semitism how one political side will attack the other and blame, put blame on it to make the other side look bad. And that's I feel like that's really true these days with everything in politics. I feel like it's very sided. It's very argumentative. And when it comes to these apologies, it's honest. There's usually, as it's kind of mentioned, and this is kind of the point of the article, but they talk about how there's usually an underlying argument. And... I really think that's true. These I really think that's true, and I'll get into that. So they talk about how um, most a lot of apologies these days will will take it as an accusation and then kind of deny what is be- they're being accused for or what they did and be like, I didn't do that, but I'm sorry in that type of in that type of way, and. That's really, I feel like that's very common these days, very true, and a lot of people do it. I see it every day. Um, I've probably done it on accident with smaller things. Obviously not like I'm a public politician or anything, but just day-to-day basis. I feel like that's even common. I hear it all the time. And it can happen with denial and then the guilt or whatever. They talks about guilt and how guilt is undeniable. And it's really interesting how this is talked about in the parties and everything. And another thing that's cool that's brought up is the Israeli and Palestine Palestinians. I think I'm saying it right. I'm sorry. But, um, and that's something we hear about all the time. But it always has that, the drama between those countries. And I liked how they used that example as an example and talked about how people will say that um people will say that accusing or 
not liking things about how the Israeli government is handling things is anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, anti, I'm sorry. Okay, anti-Semitic. And they talk about how they accuse them and they're like, oh, if you say that the Israeli government is handling this incorrectly, then you're anti-Semitic. And I feel like that is a really common theme today in politics. They try to take something and say that if you think this, you're like, you're this. And make it like that so people feel guilt, if that makes sense. Like, they'll say, if you disagree with this, then you are, you can hear it in all different types of things. And there's still different parts you have to look at. And I feel like sides more just side to side. And both sides do it. And and they try to, both sides in anything, try to make an argument with that and use guilt. And it's very common. And they try to to make the other side look bad. And it's something we see every day. Okay, so this might take a little longer than I wanted to this this podcast, but I wanted to also talk about this part of the article because I thought it was also really interesting when they talk about Zionism and modern anti-Semitism. And um, they, it's really interesting. They talk about how, they talk about all the, the Jewish community, and this is when they talk a bit about... Um, the Israeli and Palestinian thing that I was talking about earlier, but they also get into Congresswoman Omar, and this is a pretty good example of what this article really talks about and what I was trying to mention earlier, and I thought this was really, really good example. Anyways, they talk about how Congressman Omar did something that was considered anti-Semitic, to people and she's a politician and she did something wrong people were kind of upset with her yeah and her response her and her apology did what they talk about in this it kind of made an argument not an argument but it denied it didn't really say she didn't really own up and say yes I did this and I'm sorry but she was like she did what you see all the time the this is a real problem, and I would never want to offend every anyone, but I don't have any I don't have any um intentions to be offensive, and I think this is just like criticism. I'm reading this kind of right now, but I'm just taking out the main points because I was reading earlier, and I thought it was interesting, and they talk about how and then they make it to an argument, and they say like. They deny it, but they don't They don't really own up to it, but they, like, make an apology still. And I think that's really true today. Even with, like, cancel culture, like, you'll see, like, in the media, people will be like, I'm sorry, but that was not what I was trying. I would never want to offend anyone. Like, I was just doing this, like that, and kind of make an argument that it's not really supposed to be offended, that it's not really something that people should be offended by. And I think that's just really prominent and really important in society. And this was written in 2019. And it's cancel culture was, like, pretty big then and starting. But I feel like in the past, like, year and a half, two years, 
like since like 2020 even it's gotten like even more amplified since and this article leaves a question of as they say can individuals continue to criticize israel possibly utilizing anti-semitic language in their criticism because people are criticizing israel gov israeli government and all of that because they disagree with like for political but with that with doing that you're you can't use bad language or criticize people you have to do it from a you have to do it in a respectful manner i feel like to the groups themselves and even though i feel like some could be more respectful more respectful they still can uh even though if some are more respectful sometimes they also get either false falsely like accused because of politics but sometimes they definitely do have some bad language in them and i think it's really important and i think this essay was pretty unbiased i mean it says it then even in the notes that it doesn't take a political stance and they talk about kind of both parts to it but i do think this is something really big i think there's a lot of sides to different things in politics these days and because the parties are so single-sided and against each other and they want people against the other party and on their side because they want power over they want power i feel like they really make it sided or try to guilt or try to make the other side look bad so if they and if they get accused for something even if they actually deserve that accusation sometimes they'll more deny it and then make it into an argument and try to make the other side look bad with that and i think it was this article is definitely really interesting i think it's very applicable to society even with now at the palestinian israeli thing is still going on probably will be for a bit and yeah i thought it was really cool i am thank you for watching i hope you enjoyed